You're listening to Sibling Talk with Mary Jo Tumare and John Paulette. Commentary from a progressive point of view. I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumare. Mary, there are a lot of really talented people in this country. Uh, people who are familiar with the logistics, people who are familiar with health care, health care supplies, all these types of things. And when we were in the worst crisis, uh, certainly probably the last 50 years, maybe longer, uh, we turned to Jared Kushner. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> what? What, what did you make of this amateur hour? So one of the things I thought about when I was reading that today, was that in the Times or the Post or both, probably? I think they both reported it, yeah. Um, was that it's so like what happens in corporations is you have a young, a wonderkind, or isn't that the right expression? Mm-hmm. Right. And even though the dude's done nothing but... Um, but graduate from Harvard Business School and he comes in and he brings in all his you know equally inexperienced friends to run something they know nothing about that's what I thought because these guys his volunteer friends who's probably his Manhattan friends didn't have any experience in logistics in sourcing in healthcare, in any of the things that you would have needed to be able to do the job. All they had was they were friends of his and, you know, they were corrupt, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that, like, accusing them of that, but it does seem the behavior, a lot of the behavior was corrupt. Well, it does. And, you know, and he has no idea how to set it up. He doesn't give them government emails. So they're writing to corporations to try and source things from their email, hotguyatthetown at yahoo.com. I don't think any of them really have a Yahoo or an AOL account. But uh, in any case, there's no tools. There are not anything. Even assuming these are some of the most civic-minded young women and men imaginable, it's still a bit of a bit of just silliness, and it really kind of fits in mind with something I was thinking about uh, about this morning. You know, I've had a constant theme that Donald Trump can screw up anything. You could throw the biggest softball at him possible, <laughs> and he still will will screw it up. And I, I'm not going to claim in this that dealing with this pandemic was easy. It's not. It's one of the great challenges. But I also think it's something a president ought to be able to do. You go out and you find the best general that you can to run the whole thing. You give him whatever resources he needs. You get the scientific minds. Apparently, he already had that with Fauci and Burke. Burke, you get the logistics people and you say, General, I'm behind you. Go solve it. And then you spend your time being consoling, uh, being empathetic, uh, picking up the telephone, 
calling victims' families. And by the end of it, at some point, we will get through it. Everybody says, this was the president of the century. But he didn't do that. He called Jared. He called Jared. Every time I hear that, I think about that stupid jewelry commercial. But it's so true. And, you know, and and part of that would be kind of the Obama style. I'm not going to be in the details, but don't mess this up. No drama, no infighting, just get the job done. And you're right. He would have been seen as a hero. Instead, he his waffling is I'm in, I'm out, I'm a war president, I don't want anything to do with it. You know, his not relying on medical advice and then putting Jared in charge of what was the one thing people were clamoring for the federal government to do, which was to put all the logistics power of the United States together to get out to the hospitals whatever else, the nursing homes, the equipment that was needed. That in and of itself, you're right, it's a logistical challenge, but it's it's not outside of what the United States military does all the time. They're the best in the world at doing that. And why you would give it to some dilettante to take care of, it, it's it's not surprising, but again, so disappointing. Well, and it goes... It- Nobody ever tells you as directly what he's really thinking as Donald Trump. I don't think he's always aware of it. But the flip-flopping that just happened, yesterday he was going to get rid of the task force. Today he wants to keep the task force, but the reason is what's so telling. It's not because I need this medical advice. It's not because this is a great way to lead us forth. It's because... I didn't know they were so popular. <laughs> what? But doesn't that finally tell you what it is? This thing was only a public relations exercise from the very beginning. It's what people believe, what they think, what's popular. Hey, yeah, if people like this, damn, maybe I can start those nightly briefings again. <laughs> it's just how he sees the world in this very narrow um, what are the the ratings? How do people think? What do they think about me? Do they like it? It's just he always filters everything through that instead of filtering what he, you know, we're thinking about the way he should as a leader. Which is what does the country need? What's best for people from my rich friends down to the guy going to work at Walmart every day? He just doesn't have the capacity to think bigger than how does this reflect back on me and in the end of the day there'll be so much written about this um you know in the short run in in history that's ultimately i think going to be the conclusion that his narcissism became a more important factor than what the country needed and it's really very very sad i you know sometimes you like you get mad and sometimes it's funny like today there was this thing um you know borowitz always in the new yorker has those comedy those little written comedy things and it was like um trump's bringing 
Busey back for the nightly briefings. And I was like, and, and it, it's <laughs> funny, like it's cra- the craziness of it. Yeah. But ultimately we're living it and we're losing people, citizens who are contributing, have the right to live their lives and not be killed by incompetence. And ultimately they're being killed by incompetence. As hard as everybody's working, the doctors, the nurses, everybody's working so hard except the one guy and, who needs to be coordinating. Right. And and I think what's happening, which you and I have said we feared, is we are growing callous to, we the country, are growing callous to, to these amount of deaths. I was in conversation today with a group of, of high school students, and I heard a number of comments uh, from them like, well, it's, time to get the economy going you know we've been through the worst uh, that's that's done uh, we're kind of moving on uh, one young lady said something to the effect of you know it it seems like things are settling down they're not they're not the deaths are increasing new york city is on the right side of the peak the rest of the country isn't and when you pull new york out of the graph you see exactly how bad the rest of the country is. Including uh, where one... you live. Absolutely. Absolutely. I had one young man uh, saying, you know, well, I've heard that we really ought to be almost to zero deaths somewhere by the middle of June. I said, where did you, where did you hear that? <laughs> I said, well, somebody said that. I said, that's not true. Let me say it directly. That's not true. Don't take my word for it. Take the word of Dr. Fauci, if you only know one name, and he says it will be back in the fall, and he's not even sure it dims out that much in uh, 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 during the summer. And added to that, and, and I do want to get your comment on it, you know, we're hearing news, and I know why you, people report it. It's exciting that Pfizer has made advances in a vaccine. This group is working on a vaccine. Well, those reports come out and one of the students says, well, doesn't it sound like a vaccine is close? I said, yeah, about 12 months. Yeah, right, you know, at under the, the earliest. At the earliest, even about what you're hearing about, uh, about today. Are you getting any tone of that, of people feeling like we fought the good fight and we're about to win it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's because, it, part of it's just the human ability to stay with something people's patience for things. And the other thing, back to the leadership, is when they talk about, and of course we weren't alive then during World War II, how Ray, um, oh my gosh, Roosevelt kept people focused, like we're in for the long haul. This is a long fight. This isn't, you know, one and done. And with the fireside chats, whatever it was, so that people could go on year after year after year with the sacrifice. And that we have not had. What we're hearing right. is this kind of herky-jerky, um, yeah, you got a social distance, but not too much social distance. Okay, it's over. Get back out there. I mean, to the exact opposite of what your students said, I heard today that deaths could double by the 1st of August. That's only two and a half months away. And that sounds pretty realistic to me because the rate at which the cases are being reported is accelerating. Some of that has to do with testing, 
but I think more of it has to do with the social distancing, the breakdown of social distancing. And we can say 70% of people still want to be social distancing and are social distancing, but the 30%, I don't care if they're kids or whatever else, if they're out there not social distancing, we're all at risk. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. With another happy note, we wait till <laughs> till tomorrow. There's someday, someday we're going to have a special episode where we just tell funny stories. Okay, this one but, funny story before we go. So I am okay. listening to the Supreme Court. Very nerdy thing to do. And wouldn't you know that during the argument today in the second case, someone flushed a toilet. Best thing, no. Best. Thing oh. ever. <laughs> Don't know who did it. But best thing ever. No, and now I'm going to be speculating for quite a while on which one of the justices that was. Or one and of I, the lawyers. Could have been one of the lawyers. Could have been one of the lawyers. Of course it could have. That's wonderful. Well, let's pull the lever and flush this episode away. <laughs> Bye, John. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>